here we are at the end of January, and I've got a question for you. How are you doing with enjoying the journey? Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. So whether you're the kind of person that set a New Year's resolution or decided you were going to start a new habit or set a goal for the month or the year or the quarter or the next five years, we talk all the time about having dreams and the importance of stretching yourself and the importance of uncovering your talents and learning to utilize them. But we do all that from the place of knowing that your dreams are guideposts meant to lead you forward on the journey. So when you feel pulled to become an actor, when you feel pulled to write a book, when you feel pulled to set up your Etsy store, when you feel pulled to uh, become a teacher, to go volunteer at your kid's school, when you feel pulled to own a beach house in Florida or get an RV and drive all over the country, whatever your dream is, whatever your goals are, that that internal guidance that you have, that feeling of, man, that would be really cool. That's something that would really be fulfilling for me. That would That would really be amazing. And when you have that feeling, that's a guidepost meant to pull you forward on your version of a meaningful life. So when you have that dream to own a beach house in Florida, well, then you got to start thinking about, well, what part of Florida? And maybe I need to go visit all these other different parts in Florida. And maybe I need to come up with some ways to earn extra money. And I guess I need to learn more about finances and about investing in real estate and And maybe that's a good time for me to start my side hustle of coaching people or of my Etsy store or start, you know, a podcast about my journey. There's all these things that will have to happen in order for you to achieve your dream of of having that beach house in Florida. And all of those things are meant to be part of your life. You'll meet people that you never met before. You will learn things. You will have experiences. And whether or not you achieve the dream is not the point. The journey is the point. Now, if this is a dream you really want, hopefully you do achieve it. That's my hope for you, of course, is that you do achieve it. But sometimes you get a little ways down the path and you're like, you know what? I need to revise this dream because what I actually want is a beach house off the coast of California. Totally changed my dream. Different ocean, different side of the country. Or maybe what I really want is a house in the mountains. And you adjust your dream based on the new information that you've gotten as you move further down the path. So the dreams are guideposts, but the point is enjoying the journey. So are you enjoying the journey so far? And if you aren't, here are some ways that you can do so. Thing number one, take care of your health. Take care of your health. Here we are at the end of January. Holidays have been over for a while. All that binge eating and sugar and extra drinking and extra parties, they should be over. 
Now, so how are you doing with taking care of your health? Taking care of your health is so important because let me ask you this. When you are sick, how joyful do you feel? How much are you enjoying the journey if you are sick in bed, cold and also sweaty at the same time? Hello, fevers. I know that when I'm sick, I I have this thought where I'm like, man, resting is so nice, but I feel so awful. I wish I felt good and was also still resting. And that's what lets me know, oh, hey, Mel, maybe you could incorporate some more rest into your life. But I still feel miserable because I'm sick, right? When you take care of your health, you automatically increase your ability to enjoy the journey. When you exercise, your body releases endorphins. Yay, happy brain chemicals. When you finish the workout, a lot of times you get a release of dopamine. Dopamine is the chemical that gets released when you accomplish something, when you finish a project, when you recognize your wins, which is actually my next tip. So hold on, hold on self. We're still working on take care of your health. So things you can do to take care of your health include exercise, drinking enough water, getting the appropriate amount of sleep for you. And if you're not sure how much sleep you need, think about when you're on vacation. If you did not have to get up and do something, how long would you sleep? If you have to sleep 15 hours a night when you go on vacation to catch up, then that should open the question in your mind, am I getting enough sleep? during my regular everyday life. Maybe that's something you need to change. Maybe that's something you need to work on. So tip number one, if you wanna enjoy the journey more, start by taking care of your health. That's the foods you eat, the water you drink, the exercise, that's your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health. How are you doing with taking care of your health right now? If it's not so good, Pick one new habit, just one, that you can add to start improving your health and see if it doesn't increase joy, improve the way that you feel on a daily basis and how much you're enjoying each day. Just thing number one, I already skipped ahead to tip number two, which is recognize your wins. I said that you get a release of dopamine every time you finish a project, every time you cross the finish line. Why do you think I'm constantly harping on you to recognize your wins? When it comes to recognizing your wins, I work with a lot of people who are insistent that they can't give themselves credit for things. They're insistent that they need to make a gigantic to-do list every day that they'll never finish. They're insistent that their finish lines need to be like a year out. Oh, I'll I'll give myself credit. I'll celebrate when I finish this project in a year. A year is so long. Do you even remember what January 2021 you was doing? I don't. I have a great memory and I don't remember. Right? So you need to recognize that you are the one who sets the finish lines. You're the one that controls whether or not you're getting that dopamine release. You're the one who says either, yes, I finished this thing for the week. And even though it's a small part of a bigger project, I'm still going to give my credit, myself credit for it, or I'm not. 
I'm not, I don't deserve credit until the whole project's over in January, 2023. So when it comes to recognizing your wins, set finish lines that you can cross. This week, if you're working on something gigantic, break it down, break it down into more and more and more steps so that you can start seeing the progress that you're making. If you're working on a habit, then recognize that every single time you do the habit, you are crossing a finish line. A habit is what I call a repeating finish line goal because every time you do the habit, you cross the finish line. If the habit is to exercise 20 minutes three times a week, every time you do the workout, you cross a finish line. If the habit is to go to bed earlier, go to bed by 9.30 every night, every time you do that, you cross the finish line, okay? Give yourself credit for crossing finish lines. I used to refuse to do this because I thought if I gave myself credit, I thought I was lazy and I thought I had to be negatively motivated and I thought I would quit. That was so wrong. It feels much better to win. And the more times you win, the more times you cross the finish line, not only do you get more release of dopamine, you also start to teach yourself, hey, I achieved the things I set out to achieve. I am a winner. I can win at things. You got it? Recognize your wins. Set finish lines you can actually cross. Cross them and recognize that you're doing it. I usually tell you to celebrate. But sometimes the celebration is just as simple as noting, hey, good job, self, you did that workout. Whew. On my gratitude list this morning was that I did a real workout. I am so grateful that 7 a.m. Mel did a real workout that I can feel good about. I'm so glad it's over. I'm so glad she did it. Good job, self. All right, so strategy number three to increasing joy in your life. Think about what brings you joy and make a list. Make a joy list. So for me, I describe joy as this like bubbly, happy, light feeling, almost like I'm bouncy. Uh, to me, joy is watching a puppy play and learn to walk and puppies are so roly-poly and so cute and even though I haven't personally had a puppy since I was four years old I have puppy sat for people and it's so fun it's so fun especially because then the puppy goes and lives at their house and I get to sleep through the night and not have to wake up to take the puppy outside but I love watching a puppy play because they're so clumsy but they're so enthusiastic. They're just so roly-poly and they got their big bellies. And anyway, to me, joy is just like almost like a bubble of laughter and, and a bubble of delight. So knowing that, knowing that that's how I define joy, I can now make a list of everything that brings me joy. And one of the things that I do is I keep this list on my cell phone. And I do that because the moments when I'm going to need it most are the moments when I'm most likely to forget that anything brings me joy. It's the moments when I'm most likely to feel super down and, and spiraling. You ever have those moments where 
something happens, something triggers you to feel angry or depressed or dejected or hopeless. And then it's like everything is bad. Everything is bad. It was one thing, but now all of a sudden, <laughs> the example I used to use was I used to get really frustrated when I, I spilled things or broke things in the kitchen. So for example, you know, like dropping a jar of honey on the floor. What is worse than cleaning up sticky, broken glass? Oh, oh. and then I'd be there cleaning up the sticky, broken glass and the honey and trying not to cut myself. Like nothing goes right for me. And this day is horrible. This day is ruined and I didn't work out. I'm gaining weight and none of my projects are working. All of a sudden this terrible spiral. That's my voice. I'm not making fun of you. That's the voice that happens inside my head when I start to spiral. So those are the moments when I would most need like a reset, not a false joy, not, I mean, breaking the honey, that was distressing. Getting bad news, health news, distressing. Finding out you lost someone, awful. It's awful. I'm not talking about false joy here. I'm not talking about Oh, I never feel anything bad. I just want to feel joy all the time. I'm talking about the moments when you you could use just a little lift. And so my joy list, I keep on my phone and I have things like links to videos that make me laugh, links to videos of puppies, links to music videos that I find so hilarious. They make me laugh all the time. Um, and then just a general list of other things I know I enjoy, like snuggling with this dog back here. I love snuggling with this dog. I love playing with my cats. I like sitting in the sunshine. I like reading books. I like laying still. I like sitting on my couch. I like watching TV. There are a lot of things that I enjoy. I enjoy a really good meal that I didn't have to cook. That's the important part, that I didn't have to cook. Really, really good meal that I didn't have to cook. So all those things go on my joy list. Hopefully while I've been talking, there have been a trigger. There's been something happening in your mind where you're like, oh yeah, Mel, I also love puppies and getting outside, but I hate watching TV, but I love playing this video game. So what are the things that bring you joy? Your definition of joy. You don't have to use my definition. What's your definition of joy? Make a list. Make an emergency joy list and put it on your phone, put it in your journal, tape it to the wall, put it on your fridge, but put it somewhere in those moments when you would like to have a little lift and you can look at that list and go, you know what? I need to make myself a really good cup of coffee right now. I'm gonna froth the milk and I'm gonna put cinnamon on it. I'm gonna sit here quietly and I'm gonna drink it. And that's gonna bring me so much joy, which is what I need right now. So that's strategy number three, make a joy list. Strategy number four, cultivate quiet time for yourself. Cultivate time to think, to reflect, to meditate, to pray, to, to do your gratitude list, to journal. But start adding quiet time to your life. Which book was I reading? I was reading a Cal Newport book. Um, distracted, let's see. 
Digital Minimalism. I knew my brain would come up with it. Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. And he was talking about how we've started depriving ourselves of thinking our own thoughts. Solitary deprivation, I think is what he called it. We, we never make time just for quiet, for no input, to just let our brains do their thing and think our own thoughts and meditate or pray or reflect or journal or just <sighs> breathe. Take five minutes for yourself. Start injecting one minute of quiet time in your life. If you have zero time in your life that you don't have input, try one minute. See what happens. If uncomfortable emotions come up, guess what? Those are things you need to deal with. Get out your journal. Start praying. Start meditating. So strategy number four to add more joy to your life is to have some quiet time. Add quiet time to your, your regular routine. So number one, take care of your health. Number two, recognize your wins. Cross those finish lines and celebrate crossing them. You're the one that sets them, remember? Number three, make a joy list. And number four, start injecting some quiet time. Add some quiet time to your life, even if it's only one minute to start out with. You can do this. Turn off this podcast. Don't start the next one. And just quiet. Enjoy quiet for one minute before you start the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.